Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the We Are Adult Show, brought to you by Hoppyhead Productions. I'm your host, Sean Danny Rewind 2021. Just who the hell do you think I am, Sean? <laughs> you know who I am? Who are you? I'm the guy that has to record a podcast twice in the same day, same pod episode. Whoa! Slide back and up to the front. The, this episode was so nice, we're going to record it twice. <laughs> Is that how it works? Is it? There was like that song so. where it's like, sing it again a little bit louder and a little bit worse. Exactly. We may not be louder, but we'll definitely be worse. Yes, you could definitely count on that. So maybe the jokes will be twice as funny. We'll have more or time to think about it. Because it diluted down. True. <laughs> you just added some water to the jokes and ah oh, man. Speaking of adding water, did you uh do you follow? Have you been on Facebook and seen your dad's posts? The amount of snow. Yeah, I've seen pictures. Yeah, it sucks to be him. <laughs> oh man, it's like kind of warm. We're actually doing some gardening stuff. So right like now. warm, warm or like East Coast warm. East Coast warm. Okay, so it's like fifty-two degrees. Yes. <laughs> but when you've been when it's been like thirty, twenty to thirty for a lot for a while, like it feels good at sixty. You know, you got you got shorts on, shirt. You got your short sleeve. Sometimes you got sandals. It's hot. No, no, I under, I know I understand because you know, even for when I, um when I'm outside in the morning, it's like people are like it's hot outside, and it's like. And somebody's like, no, it's cold. And it's like, well, you're always cold, first of all. The person that said it was cold. The second of all, it's hot because, like, the sun's actually shining, but it's only, like, you know, 59 degrees outside. So, yes. <laughs> it's all relative. At the end, it is. Yes. So, uh, what are you drinking now? again, Sean? In, in, an, alternate, in an alternate universe. Yes, we lost like we lost our symbiosis from the first episode where we both drank the same type of beer. It was pretty, uh, pretty spot on. At the yeah, universe, but, which, yeah, it was pretty funny. So, but you know, you, we can't have nice things. Never, never that. <laughs> uh, so from Braxton Labs is the name of the brewery. It is. I'm having the. Uh, Bahama Mama. This is a uh, this is part of the smoothie sour series. So it's um, has pineapple, pomegranate, orange, coconut, and it comes in at four point eight percent. You said Braxton with an X. Yes. Um. Honestly, this just feels like I'm drinking. Like a um, a mixed juice drink. Like I would imagine, like if you gave this to your wife, she would love it. Like it's just very, yeah. it's just very fruity. There's really no sourness to it outside of the natural, probably acidic from the juices. Like you know, like you know what I'm saying. Like the sourness doesn't like mess with the natural citrus flavors. Right. Um, 
and the coconut's just kind of like hanging out there. It's not. It's like you know it's there, but it's like not crashing the party. Makes sense. It just helps like, give it that kind of tropical taste you're looking for with the with the pineapple and the orange. So um, very easy to drink. Luckily, it's only at four percent, so you're not in the danger zone of it sneaking up yeah. on you. You can drink. You can as a a beer you can probably drink more than a couple of. Yeah, and not get super shitty. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like what we do with a pool or a game or something. Yes. It's a crusher, as the kids say. <laughs> yeah, and although the reason I asked about uh, the, the spelling of the brewery is because there's a podcast that I subscribe to called uh, Brewery Adventures, and the guy oh, yeah. lives in um, Ohio. I can't remember if he lives in Cleveland or Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Whichever one is further south. Mm. Um, but the next episode that I'm scheduled, like, because I like downloaded all the episodes, so I've been working my way through the backlog, and the next episode that I'm going to listen to is features Braxton Brewing Company. Yeah, it's there on the can. It says it's brewed in Newport, um, Connecticut or Kentucky. Connecticut. Yeah, they have locations like in northern Kentucky <laughs> and in the Natty. So I'm thinking gotcha. the Natty is the southern one. So I, he lives in the Natty. Mm. I think that's what the kids call it. The Natty. The Natty. <laughs> I don't know. The Natty. I mean, it's ice. like when you call when you when you make people from uh, San Francisco mad and you just call it Frisco, and it's like, no, nah, dude, that's a place in Texas. And it's also it a place Fran. in California. Exactly. And then you call it <laughs> San Fran, they get mad too. So whatever. I'm not taking. I'm, your your city's name is too long. That's your poor choice. <laughs> poor choice of words. Yeah. So I'm drinking a beer called Table Whale. Yes. It is a farmhouse style ale aged in wine barrels mm. from Casa Agria. Um. Let's see. Table Whale is a petite saison brewed in collaboration with our dear friends from Queens, New York, Finback Brewing, on, as in January of 2019. Fermented in Cabernet, Cab France, and Sangovese barrels on top of the wine lees, which then aged until blending and packaged in September of 2020. The result is a beautiful little beer with subtle wine character, medium oak character, and balanced rusted, rustic funk. Mm. I don't know what the difference between, like, urban and rustic funk is. I'm, well, I guess I guess the beer is rustic funk, and, like, the Broadway musical Bring Out the, no- Bring Out the Noise, Bring Out the Funk is urban funk. Pump up the jam. Pump it up. Boo! Yeah. It's definitely uh, oaky and whiny. Like, it's sour, but not from the beer. It's from the the barrel aging but it's pretty good it's got a nice like amber shade to it comes in at 4.9% so it's not going to get you too badly drunk but it's a sipper a little a little more tart than yours I'm guessing <laughs> probably <laughs> but, yeah. but it's not like it's going to give me heartburn or anything bad but it's I do like I think Casa Gria is like my my becoming my favorite brewery, which is also probably a good thing because I did sign up for their membership club. So if I didn't like their beers, it would be awkward. As I'm drinking it out of my fancy membership club class. (laughs) (laughs) 
the brewery is up in Oxnard, which is about an hour and a half, two hour, you know, anywhere from an hour and a half to like five hours, depending on traffic. Mm. You know, or I can just pay them ten dollars and they'll deliver it the next day. Fair to enough. Me. That's which is an awesome deal. It's like ten dollar flat rate anywhere in California next day shipping. You can't beat that. That's oh, man. Speaking of shipping, Sean, I'm gonna I'm I'm, I'm trying to be the master of awkward segues. <laughs> I, can't, I can't i can't do them good i can't do if, if we when i do a good one it like the universe fails to record it maybe if i just yeah. do enough something about mickey mouse disney time exactly so speaking of shipping there's a couple breweries in argentina decided that they want to experiment with some beer so they go ahead and they, they brewed their beers and put them in barrels and then they enlisted the help of a diving school to, and the diving school dove down 66 feet and attached the barrels of the beer to a sunken ship for it to age underwater. Mm. Which, I guess maybe the only thing I could think of is that it would help, um, like with the temperature control in a way. Yeah, I mean, it it begs the question, like a like what is it really gonna do down there to help out and. You know, two who stole it, pirates. Right. Well, we haven't. You, you buried the lead, Sean. <laughs> Did I? I hadn't mentioned it was stolen yet. We hadn't got to that point. Oh, okay. Ah, uh, ah, uh, It's like you're a fortune teller if you predict the future of what's coming up. <laughs> <laughs> did you know? Did you? I hope you appreciated that. I say I made sure to make the same mistake as the first episode. Yes. <laughs> Um, but you know, there's a, there's this whiskey that they barrel aged the, they put it, but they put it on boats that are actually sailing across the ocean. Mm. Like, and then, so they age it in the cargo hold of the ship. So I guess that would kind of make sense because like the, the temperature changes and whatever mm. would affect the, the size of the cask and the air or whatever, like mm-hmm. as far as the aging, but maybe the, the salt. That's what I was thinking. Maybe the barrel would kind of be salty. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but yes. So they had the the instructor of the school went down to check on the barrels, and they were gone. And they don't know who did it. Who done it? So, like you said, it's either pirates or the the guy, the somebody from the dive school did it because who would have known where the the beer was and had the equipment to not only you know put it down there, but to also to remove it from there. Yeah. And did they like like did they use like lifts or something like that or did they just like strap the the barrels onto the divers? <laughs> I would imagine like dependent on how buoyant it was, it would just shoot up to the surface, so they they could actually just ride it. The diver could just ride the barrel to the surface. True. When they like stole it. Yeah. Like yeah. Oh man. So. You know, like, one of the worst things, well, I guess not worst things, but one of the hardest things right now that breweries are facing is trying to come up with uh, names that haven't been used a million times and also aren't flat-out international inter, um, and um, intellectual property theft. Yeah. So a brewery um, called Beals Brewing, they, they, they actually had the name handed to them. Um, they decided 
to name their beer after from an they got the idea to name their beer from an email they received from an angry angry customer because apparent like this guy apparently got abu- verbally abusive with the staff and some of the guests there when he because he refused uh, to wear a mask. <laughs> and so the, the the description the the explanation is this beer is a love letter to all the service industry workers who despite a global pandemic endeavor each day to provide a safe welcoming environment for their guests. Well, we can't prevent the verbal abuse from that small fraction of customers who refuse to acknowledge your humanity. We will continue to call it out and stand with you. And then they actually put the email on the beer. Subject, y'all suck. Message, <laughs> your manager is a bitch and your beer tastes like hot old orange juice. <laughs> and then P.S., this beer does not taste like hot old OJ. It actually will remind you of pecan pie with notes of caramelized sugar and, and warm toasted pecans. Yeah. So they actually named the beer uh, with a picture of the manager. Um, your manager is a your manager is a bitch. <laughs> Oh man, that's too funny. I um I I read somewhere else too that uh somebody um they put on like if I have to explain um our mask policy we're charging uh, it's like a surcharge of fifty dollars and then it was like if um if uh you tell us uh, that masks are ridiculous or try to explain we're gonna surcharge you with seventy five dollars. Yes, that is um, Seaside Brewing. That's too funny. Yes. Yeah, that was uh, – that's um, you probably just didn't read the, the read the, the itinerary, but you did bring up the next subject on the itinerary, which was Seaside Brewery and their mask policy <laughs> surcharge. I, I totally read that and was just making sure that uh, I was on track. That you were um, – you wanted to – Seaside want... Brewery. That's bullshit. Oh, I, that's the one where I told you that I was going to uh, change. That was oh, the one that I was adding. Here we go. I forgot I, I added it after I sent the picture, but yes. We're, we're professionals here. Semi-professional. Yes. You, uh, think after, you think after, you know, <laughs> 170 episodes, we'd have our shit together, but... And t- two in the same day. Jokes on... <laughs> jokes on you for listening you. to us. <laughs> but yeah, Seaside Brewing in Oregon is the one that has that policy, which I think that's an amazing policy. Like, you know what, dude, like, that's fine. Like if we have to, you know, if you don't want to wear a mask and you want to tell us why you don't want to wear a mask you can pay us $75. <laughs> and you know, it sucks because like in most States, the whole mask policy, it's not like the the brewery or the restaurant or, or the retail establishment made those rules. They're following the rules that, they're being forced to follow. Like I was reading a story about this brewery in Temecula and one of the days it was raining, they had their guests sitting inside and they had, and they were told by the state that it was allowed that people could sit like right inside their bay doors as long as the doors were open and they maintained all the, you know, social distancing rules. But the health inspector said like, Nope, I was never told that here's your $500 fine. Damn. So, so yeah, it's not like, they're doing it because they fucking hate money or because they want to annoy their customers. They're doing it because they don't want to get a $500 fine for your, you know, ordering your, your one pint of beer after asking for 20 tasters. (laughs) Right. Can I get a taste of this? Can I get a taste of that? (laughs) I need all this free beer. Exactly. 
Like, um, there's this ice cream shop by me, and like basically it's like um, they mix it with um, like um, sorbet, so it's like cream and sorbet, and um, well they mix the sorbets and you can either get it by itself or on top of a, a cream, and so but they give you as many samples as you want, and I we're, it's only been once we were there there was a couple like teenagers in front of us it looked like they were like on a date but too poor to be on a date, and so they <laughs> got like each got like like a handful of samples and then just walked out. Wow. But really? with the amount of samples they got, they probably got like a small ice cream for free. Fucking kids, man. Fucking hate them. Exactly. Punch them. kids and hating them, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh. Reason number one. Reason number one why, uh, why Disneyland sucks. Exactly. So, <laughs> somebody on Reddit posted like behind like sneak like pictures like apparently they uh they were probably at California Adventure and decided to mosey on over to the entrance at Disneyland and whether they saw people um inspecting the train tracks from the you know at the, you can see from the front entrance and walking the horses up main street and so everyone's like oh does that mean Disneyland's going to be opening soon and so they announced that they're going to start opening on April 1st mm. And my wife's like, I hope that's not an April Fool's joke. And I'm like, well, that's not how April Fool's jokes work. Like, you don't announce them in advance. <laughs> like, it's supposed to be just that day. And she's like, yeah, that makes sense. So. Yeah, then April 1st is going to come around and they'll be like, JK, April Fool's. Exactly. The ultimate um, meta April Fool's joke. Exactly. <laughs> makes sense to me. Right. Because I think they opened up right around April. First, yeah. I know, like, like whenever they open, I know it was like spring, so it would kind of make sense that maybe they're opening April, given like a full month. Um, one of the hosts of a podcast that I guested on, the um, In Quest of Geek, mm -hmm. um, he's a cast member at Disney, and he's been he he was trying to like grow his hair out, to see how long it could grow, but he's like, oh, I guess this is as long as it gets, as long as it can grow, because I got to cut it so I can go back to work. Oh, terrible. Yes. <laughs> Even though uh, he's, he's, uh, his, you can't see his hair because of what he does there. It's still like policy. And he's like, there's always like one asshole that'll like come by and be like, well, he didn't say that. That's my words. But he's like, there's always that one guy that'll, person will come by and like make you take off like your, 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 your uh, cap or whatever. And to like check your hair, even though like it's all tucked in or whatever and you can't see it. Yeah. Like, wait. Why is your job that important that you have to go and, like, check somebody's hair that's tucked away and hidden that nobody else can see other than you? And, and the only way you can see it is if they take off the thing that is hiding it. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know, man. With, you know, with, like, the, um, the vac you know, the number of people getting vaccinated and the people that have already had it, I guess, the, they're thinking the herd immunity is good enough to where they can open up. Um, but I think they're only going to let, like, local residents in first. Like, you can't fly in from out of state. Like, to discourage people mm -hmm. from flying in from out of state. Oh, uh, that makes sense. Yeah, I think I read somewhere that it's almost like, like, Southern California people, like, will be allowed for, for a little bit and then, like, expand the radius of people allowed to limit the amount of people traveling. Yeah, I mean, it would make, that would make the most sense. I mean, that it, it's so much. All the traveling stuff is a lot less. Um, there's a lot more contact tracing involved. So exactly, keep it just with the local. Unless group. you're from Texas and nobody cares. 
Yeah. <laughs> the people from Texas don't care, and the people don't care about the people from Texas. So it's it, it's it's a mutual agreement. <laughs> oh man, uh. but. Like it'll probably like they'll probably raise the prices, but it might actually be worth going because it'll probably be the emptiest Disney has been in decades. Yeah. Or so, it's gonna be terrible, terrible or, packed. Right. They'll find like like it's like you know they'll only allow twenty five percent capacity, but then they only have like one train running on Big Thunder Mountain or something like that, so that the line goes longer for no reason. <laughs> oh man. But uh, they announced a couple of anime sequels, Sean, of shows that we both enjoyed. Which ones? The first one being The Devil is a Part-Timer. Such a fantastic show. You know, only eight years later, which is weird. <laughs> yeah. Me and Quachos were talking about that. Uh, it's like one of the one of the few animes we've, uh, we've both enjoyed, so... Um, I read most of the books. I don't know how many. I, I stopped paying attention to it once, like, I got caught up to it. So, but uh, I'm looking forward to another season. Yeah, I mean, it's it doesn't really fall into too many of those, like, weird, like, anime tropes of, like, harem or, you know, I don't know. It's just fun. I like that idea that he's, like, the devil, but he's, like, nice. Exactly. It's weird. Um, and then the other one is Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. Which, even though this, the season hasn't started yet, Twitter has already decided to cancel it. It's canceled. We can't have this. Right. Bye. So I guess, that's, I guess it's a good thing that Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid sequel was announced because then they'll leave um, the um, Leave Me Alone Miss Nagatoya. Um or don't toy with me, Miss Miss Nagatoya. They'll leave that one alone because they were kind of jumping on the bandwagon to get that one canceled, the yeah. same way they tried to get Uzaki Chan canceled. Yeah, isn't that one coming out next month? It's supposed to be yes. April. Gotcha. I think there's. I think that's when. I think April is when the new season starts because I saw another trailer for a show. Um, April's gonna be booming. Because it was. Um, I got. It was like. Um, I died and spent three hundred years killing slime, and now I'm at maximum level. Oh, so it's like, dude, I want to watch that one, too. What's that? Have you seen that trailer? No, no, I've not seen the trailer, but I've been interest, I was interested in reading it. And same thing with the uh, So What If I'm a Spider, whatever that one is. Yes. That one but looks yeah, pretty looks, random, too. Yeah, it does look pretty random. I, as my, I saw that, my wife, like, when I was like on the VRV home screen, and that was there, and she's like, yeah, I'm not watching that one. I'm like, oh, you sure you don't want to watch it with me? The spider one? <laughs> um... But the um the the slime one, it was like like she's like an office worker and then dies and but somehow gets like reincarnated as like a wizard in a fantasy land and then she just goes around and kills slimes to make money just enough money to live the life that she wants to live. <laughs> it's like the almost like the opposite of Goblin Slayer, like he's killing goblins, like it's like the difference between like Batman and like the Flash or something like that, where like Batman's like doing it out of a sense of like revenge and anger and he's she's he's just doing it because there's nothing else to do right <laughs> oh man i saw a post on reddit and apparently this this couple dressed up and cosplayed as the waynes and anytime they saw batman they'd run up to him and fall on the floor in front of him like they were dead <laughs> wow <laughs> Jeez. yes 
you, you know, you got that's commitment right there. Oh man. So I watched an animation, and like part of me, it was it was it's like the first anime where I'm like I was legit, like almost embarrassed to have my wife walk in the room without me watching it. <laughs> that bad, huh? Yes, it's called uh, Ladies versus Butlers, and it was on my watch list, and I I saw it, and I knew like just based on the thumbnails of the screenshot that it was going to be like fan servicey, but holy shit, was I like underestimating it because the the screen the thumbnail is of the DVD cover is just the two main character girls in uh, bikinis like holding water guns, and I'm like, oh okay, and so then the show opens with like this guy running late he's late and he ends up running into the one of the main characters and like trips over her and lands in the you know the the hand on boob position panty shot and then this this, (laughs) like this him and he ends up coming of course coming across the this lolly girl who's you know she's not he's like oh are you are you lost little child and she's like i'm not a child i'm 19 it's like oh okay (laughs) so you're an adult so they're gonna do weird shit with you and then, so he, he gets away from the, like, he has, like, at this point, he's, like, like uh, offended a few other girls, so he has, like, a large group of girls chasing him, and he ends up in this, like, cafeteria-type area where people are being served by maids, and this maid, uh, like, they trip, just trips and lands on him and, like, sitting on his face, and instead of just, like, standing up, she's, like, trying to, like, gyrating as she's getting up and, you know, like, enjoying it, but also regretting her enjoyment of it. Because she's a good girl, apparently. And that's what good girls are supposed to do. And so you find out that, you know, it's all a serious misunderstandings that he's actually supposed to be at the school. He's um, the friend of the other main character from when they were kids, and he's there to be learn to be a butler. And that's, like, the premise of the school, is that there's, like, some students who are, like, the ladies of the house who are being, who are, uh, being taught how to uh, treat their staff, and there's some students that are there to be the staff, basically the ladies and the butlers. Mm-hmm. And so like in the morning they do like normal, like school subjects, the read and write and arithmetic. But then in the afternoon they go and they like learn to like how to like help, you know, figure out what their uh, ladies want. And so there's like a couple of scenes where like they just want, they're like mad or whatever. And they just want some like a t- coffee or a tea. And then he brings them like a little cake and they're like, I didn't ask for this. And it's like, Yes, but it's my job as your is your butler to know what, you know, to know what you truly want. And so, <laughs> of course, you know, like the the childhood friend and the 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 childhood friend's rival, the girl that he tripped over, both end up like falling in love with him. Um, but then like the way the first episode ended, as he's like he's like going through his day, um, talk like thinking about all the people that he met, all the girls he met. As they show, like, as he's like, oh, this person and this person, as they, they show them, and they're just like taking baths, and they're just showing full uh, anime titties. And they, I'm pretty sure they show the lolly girl more than anybody else, almost. <laughs> of course. Either the lolly girl or like the main, like the main character that's just like got the biggest boobs of them all. So it's like they do the um, the extremes. But like the maid, <laughs> the maid that like tripped over her. Like she has a twin sister. She has a sister who's a lady, and whenever like a like she gets like in a situation where she doesn't know what to do, she just ends up like ripping her clothes off, <laughs> whether it's like at school or like in public. 
she's like, I know it'll help, and she just rips her clothes off. And like, there's a part where like one of the where like one of the girls is taking a bath, and the water's like freezing. And then so they have like the the morning at the announcements, and they say that the hot water's broken, so they have to use the the bathhouse um, from the old from the old school before the plumbing system was installed. And so there's a lot of scenes in the bathhouse, more than like almost there. There's about maybe every almost every episode from that point on includes at least one bath scene. Hmm. So of course, of course, yes. I mean, it's it's like at this point they're like, wait, we got the shit past the sensors. Like, what can we what can we get past the sensors? So <laughs> yeah, it's like the most fan service. I mean, I, I put it in the chat like when I finished watching it, and um, Quills was like even more than like um, uh, Darling and the Franks, and there was another one that he mentioned. Darling and, and the Franks does not have. I think was it DXD. Oh, it was DXD, yes. That's what it was. Okay, I was going to say. <laughs> oh, DXD. It was DXD. And he's like, more than DXD? And I'm like, I don't know. I haven't seen DXD. So have you watched DXD? Um, I have. Is there a full-on anime titty in it? Mm-hmm. Is there? Uh, okay. I, well, I think... It, well, there's two different versions. I mean, it, there's a censored and an uncensored version around, depending on what streaming service you watch it so on. It's, it's about the same, then, it sounds yeah. like. Yeah, so it's, I don't know. I just watched it because I wanted to find something that was, like, only available subtitled, and then I guess at that point I was committed to watching it. Because I'm a pervert. I'll admit it. <laughs> I think we all are if we watch animes and have waifu pillows, that, even yeah. though you didn't buy it for yourself. I, does that make me or you more of a pervert, since I, I have the waifu pillow, but you bought it for me? I mean, I just was. I just wanted to play a, a friendly uh, prank joke. On my wife? Yeah. <laughs> he just wanted yeah. to test my wife's patience? <laughs> yes. Oh, man. I'll have to and think then, of something next to dial it up a little bit. Yes. Make it a little bit more spicier. Spicy. <laughs> but not too spicy because, you know, I can't get I can't get that much trouble. But then I can always just blame it on you. <laughs> it was Sean, not me. And she was like, yeah, Sean is a bad influence on you. <laughs> I believe <gasps> she says that. Nice. Uh. So then I watched an old school anime, Sean. I was looking for something on Netflix. And I came across Gurren Lagan. Lagan? Mm-hmm. Lagan? Yeah, I don't know, man. English is weird. I saw a tweet <laughs> somebody was like, somebody asked the question on a tweet people who spend uh 45 minutes in the shower what are you doing twitch snoop dog replied and was like dude he's like i spent an hour in the shower the other day thinking about how there's three e's in the word mercedes but they're all pronounced differently <laughs> That's oh funny. man but i watched uh so gurren Logan is like one of those like i guess found date would be considered one of the like historical animes like there were people like hi you know, whenever you mentioned people that have been watching anime for a long time, they're like, have you watched this show? And it's like, no. Like, have you watched Naruto or Dragon Ball Z? Or, And it's like, no. And so, because, what, the main character, one of, well, one of the, the main female character, Yoko, has been in cosplayed forever. Because uh, she has probably the, the, the easiest cosplay, especially if you want to be, uh, you know, sexy, but, but are willing to put up with being annoyed and bothered by dudes at cons 
Yeah. And I'm sure this co- this co- her cosplay is at least 50% responsible for those signs that they have to remind dudes that just because the chick is in a hot, sexy cosplay doesn't mean you get to go touch her. <laughs> right? <laughs> Pretty much. So like, it's not just that it's not open invitation. Yeah. So basically, she wears like thigh high boots, super like short booty shorts, and a bikini, a black bikini with flames on it. Um. And so basically, the story is humanity has been forced underground by this guy, the Spiral King. Uh-huh. And so they want to go, and they well, like, but they, well, they don't know why they're underground, but they they've been underground. And so two guys get out, and they find out that there's these giant mechs. Mm-hmm. And they end up stealing one. Like, well, they find one, and then they steal another one. And they're like, wait, you can steal them? And so they end up, like, fighting the, um, all the mechs, and they're working their way, basically, to take out the, the Spiral King. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you know, they, they take him out, like, halfway through the show, and you realize that he's not the ultimate big bad guy. Like, and there's, like, a reason why he, uh, a legit, kind of a legit reason why he forced everybody underground. Um... It's done by the, the, the one of the artists on the show ended up leaving the studio that makes this, and he ended up forming the studio that made um, Kill the Kill. So there's a lot of the same animation style and um, inspir- like you can definitely tell that get the inspiration that Kill the Kill took from the show, and that's part of the reason why I wanted to watch it too, is because whenever anybody talks about Kill the Kill, they always bring up the inspiration from Gurren Lagann. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. I didn't realize that uh, that happened, because they. I guess they uh, just looking from not looking too much into it because I haven't seen it. They do look pretty similar. Yeah, it's definitely he definitely uh, like um, has a, has a uh, a style that's like, definitely identifiable. It's like listening to like uh, certain like bands where like their songs don't necessarily sound the same, but you can definitely tell that that's like, you know. Zach De La Rocha singing or uh, like a slash on guitar, you know? Um, and then, you know, I was on vacation and I finally got a chance to go pick up like a couple months worth of comics at Players. Mm-hmm. Because ever since he moved, it's kind of a pain in the ass to get to his store. Because I got to take like basically like hour extra out of my day to go even if I'm like on my way home from work. <laughs> True, just because it is in a weird part. You got to like it's in the like, in the side streets of Moreno Valley. Yes, it's not right. And, like, relatively Moreno Valley, as opposed to just like being in Riverside, like literally like two miles from where I live. <laughs> Pretty much. So one of the series that I've been reading wrapped up at its uh well they did like. 75 issues and then they had some one shots and then they ended it with it's weird it's like 75 our final issue and then they had a wrap up issue mm-hmm. like why didn't you just make the 76th issue <laughs> you know and then like I'm kind of glad it's over like because like and I, well, I think I know why they made it a, a special like issue because it's like extra extra um, content it's a little bit bigger but then they also charge like three dollars more for it so it's like, all right, I guess, whatever. Um, but basically, it's called Lumberjanes, and it tells the story of a girl's summer camp. And so it's the story of them, like, they, it starts with them getting to camp, like, m- meeting their uh, bunk, their cabin mates, making friends and stuff. And then they go, they end up finding out that the forest, the, um, 
Campazan is um, enchanted, for lack of a better term. They run into, like, yetis and, um, like, werewolves that are pirates. <laughs> and um, they, they find out that, like, this one lady that used to run the camp, she can turn into a bear. And they find these portals to different lands and stuff. And so there's one where they go to where there's dinosaurs. And so they basically just kind of have to uh, save the day. And so it's it's kids it's relatively kid friendly. It's on Boom Comics, which pretty much is the closest thing to a kids comic publisher. Um, and they're pretty good about putting out trades. So I mean, if you got, you know, youngish kids that are and you want to see about maybe turning them onto a book, I think Lumberjanes is the way to go. Whether it's mm. boy or girl, it's not like, you know, it's not like it's a girl book by any means. It's it's a book for kids about girls. Mm, gotcha. It's like how like Adventure Time or like Steven Universe isn't a comic isn't a cartoon for any specific gender, but it can be you know, but they deal with specific issues for boys or girls depending on the book. I mean the cartoon. The the episode. Yes, or the episode, yes. Um I know you didn't finish it, Sean. Um, but Disney finally wrapped up WandaVision a week ahead. Well, two weeks ahead, because there was a gap in between of the release of the Captain Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, that's going to be a show, too, right? Yes. Or, or is it a movie? It's a TV show as well. Hmm. Is it gonna, and it's on yeah. Disney Plus? It's going to be on Disney Plus starting the 19th. Got you. Interesting. So, my you know, my favorite thing about WandaVision, like... As it, you know, as it was wrapping up, I kept seeing all these people saying that things were going to happen, and I thought they had been confirmed. Like I don't always catch all the news, and I thought you know maybe somebody had been cast as, in a role, like how they're announcing all the castings for different roles in Spider-Man. How they have mm-hmm. all the Spider-Men. Yes. All three of them's confirmed. Confirmed and signed, and I think they are like I, I don't think they're in there very much though because they both the other the, the the other two have already finished their filming and they weren't there very long. Um, but like there were like all these people were throwing out like that like Doctor Strange was going to show up, and but I think they thought Doctor Strange was going to show up only because they said that this was going to tie into um the next Doctor Strange movie. Um, and I think it does, but not directly. Mm. But it's not like a waste of time like some of the comics that Marvel would write when they do the summer events where it's like, oh, yeah, you don't really need to read this one. They only like you only read you only need to read this like six issue series because in one of the books they mention one like fact but then they also repeat that fact in another book as well you know yeah but then like uh my my favorite troll story is paul bettany um because they're like you know they're trying to figure out who he meant but he said that um his favorite part about the show is that he got to act next to the with he got to act alongside the best actor he's ever worked with and everyone's like, oh, man, who could it be? Who could it be? They're trying to figure it out, like, what MCU character made an appearance. And um, he was talking about himself. There's a scene where basically he interacts with a different version of himself in the show. Hmm. And that, that makes me think that, like, Paul Bettany is my favorite actor in the MCU now because of that troll move. <laughs> It is pretty funny. And then uh, I watched 
a movie. I know I know how much you love family and Lego movies, Sean. The best. The best. The best. The best around. The the Will Ferrell, doc, uh, what was it? A president businessman. Yes. Family. And now the Lego Ninja Ninjago movie, which you know at least like. You said, like, the other Lego movies, like, they start out good and then they start bringing in family and ruin it. This one starts hardcore from the beginning, all family. Where the kid is, like, an outcast because his dad is the villain and everyone hates him. And then, you know, of course, you know, they kind of fight and then they figure out, the dad figures out that his kid is that, you know, because he's, like, a nin- one of the ninjas. and nobody, he has, So he has a secret identity. And nobody know- knows who the green ninja is. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, too, because it's, like, all the ninjas have, like, like elemental powers, like Captain Planet. So there's, like, the Earth Ninja, the Lightning Ninja, the Fire Ninja, and then he's just the Green Ninja. Um, <laughs> but, there, I mean, there are some pretty funny lines in there. Um, like, one of the ones that they uh, show in the trailer is um, the dad keeps calling him Lloyd. And he's like, dude, my name's Lloyd. And the dad's like, no, I named you. It's Lloyd. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny oh man but you know Lego's not dumb they know their their, their market audience is kids and families and ways to uh, get kids and families to buy more uh, plastic bricks that's what they so, need course, you, know, you gotta keep building like, uh, what's that? you gotta keep building yes cause everybody has a Mac and everything like there's like all sorts of different other sets that they add in. So they're not dumb. They know what they're doing. <laughs> they're going to survive this pandemic. Dude, like I've ordered some stuff from Lego and they're like, dude, it's like we've, we're like like getting more orders than we ever have in history. Like just be patient. It will like, we're not like holding on to your orders because we hate you. Like we're just busy. And also we can't fill up the warehouse with people because of COVID restrictions. Yeah. I actually had, like, a set actually for once, like, missing pieces from it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I told them it was miss. I was missing, like, this many. And this is one of those collage uh, ones with its, its black, it's, like, white and black scale. So you have white pieces, gray, dark gray, and black. And it would okay. make, like, a, 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 like, you put it down on, like, a flat piece and it would make, like, a picture. Um, right, dude. They were super cool about it, and they like sent me like they like literally next dayed the 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 missing Legos. Like it was just like, oh, sorry to hear about that. Like we're gonna get it, we're gonna fix this right away. Right. Um. I had one of my uh like one set missing pieces. It was a Star Wars set, and so like you can go like on their website and just like. Go to find the like the set that you're building, and then like literally just click on the pieces that you're missing. And no questions asked. Or like, oh, you're missing these pieces? Okay, cool. And like you said, like, and so um, there's this website I go on Slick Deals, and they basically it's like um, it's like Reddit but for like sales and clearance and stuff like that, right? Deals. Yeah. And um, someone's like. You know, they had like some Legos on sale, and they're like, "Yeah, you know, even at this price, I still fail to see the value of buying, uh, spending that much money for Lego." And it's like, you know what? The the value from Lego is the fact that a, you know, the pieces don't just the pieces will, will connect to each other. They won't fall apart. And if you're missing pieces, 
they'll replace them, no questions asked. You know? Yeah. No, so, I mean that's and that's the nice thing about about them. Yeah, that's that's where the value comes in. It's the customer service and the quality. Yeah, exactly. Because I ordered a, I mean, I wasn't missing. I got some extra, a couple extra pieces, but I ordered a set from China. You know, because yeah. Lego don't make guns, so it's a, it's a like the Lego Technique set, but it's um, a, it was a scar the rifle. Um, and I'm like, shit, what if I'm missing pieces? Like, what do I do? I guess I'm screwed. Or I have to go find them on Lego. <laughs> right. <find> <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, man. So, Sean, you decided to use your, uh, power for good instead of just evil. Yeah, I just wanted to make the announcement that, um, Drew Brees has officially retired. From the NFL. We'll go pack go. Jubrees Yes. So I can't wait to see uh, my little brother's expression on um, as he's uh, dead probably inside now. You, well, I mean, <laughs> even more so from being related to you. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> oh. No, but I am using the power of gaming for good and justice and freedom. Okay, maybe not all that. But every month I'll be streaming um, some video games, mostly probably Destiny top uh, things, but maybe other things. I'm trying to keep an open mind. Uh, for this month, uh, we are going to be um, – I'm going to be raising money for the nonprofit AnitaB.org, who – really just supports uh women and women getting into technology from you know training and development and whatnot so it is world women's world history month and i just felt really that this group after extensive research um would make a very positive impact um with the the team i'll be using mightycause.com and i'm going to post this on our Facebook and Instagram, so there's no need to worry about it or go looking for it. Uh, but they're basically built to help with um, nonprofits organize money. They take the least amount of money um, from from donations. So uh, if you kind of look at other ones like uh, GoFundMe and stuff, they take uh, quite a bit of money away. So I wanted to make sure we were trying to get as much money to these nonprofits as possible. Uh, so we'll be actually looking at doing some Gambit this uh, this month on March 27th from 9 p.m. to 12 a.m. Eastern. So it'll be a, a pretty fun time. But, Danny, we got to spice things up, right? Yes. <laughs> so for every $25 donation... Uh, I'll let you pick out my my weapons for the next match uh, up ahead. And if you have no idea, we could turn it over to the mighty Orban Power Rangers clan, which is my uh, Destiny clan, the MOPR, and they'll uh, they'll uh, tell us some. Uh, they'll tell you what to pick because they they know me so well. At fifty dollars, well, they, they know what you don't like. <laughs> Pretty much, and what is. And what guns are good for, uh, you know, that, for Gambit. 
or, for 50... or, or bad for Gambit to mess you up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, for fifty dollars, uh, the Who Am I perk, uh, you'll get to. Uh, I'll let you uh, pick everything uh, from my class, subclass, and weapons for three matches. Um, so that'll be fun. And like I said, the uh, MOPR group could give you suggestions if you don't know. Uh, what to pick to make my life um, harder. And for $75, uh, you get to tell the whole team what roles to take. So uh, who's the moat collector, who's invading, who's uh, the reaper and killing everybody, and who's the sentry and keeping everybody safe on the battlefield. And every and you get everything from the $50 reward as well. And for $100... We will quit in the middle of the match. We'll give the other team the win and everything from the $75 reward. So it'll be, it's going to be a lot of uh, fun, Danny. And uh, I'm really looking forward to this year doing um, these charity streams and just trying to raise money for good causes um, across every month. And just to have a good, um, you know, it'll be a good chance for everybody to kind of come together and have a, a special night of gaming. Yeah, I was telling my wife about it, and I told her about the 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 um the quit perk, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Oh, that's mean," and I'm like, "Well, it's not as mean as when he did extra life, and it was for a hundred dollars. You had to start the the raid over again." <laughs> and I was telling her about how there was one where like like basically it's like you go through the raid and you get to like the mini boss or whatever. There's a hard part, and then you get to that, and there's a you know, and then you got to get to the, the even harder part, and Said that somebody waited till you got like pretty close to almost beating it, and then they made you start over. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "She's like, oh, that person's mean." And I'm like, "No, that person donated. That person wanted to help the kids, so they donated a hundred dollars to help kids." That's Sean's fault. Sean's the idiot for making that an option. <laughs> MP Johnson, you fuck. Exactly. He like <laughs> that's, that's, he didn't do it at all for Spider bitter, or or to make you mad. He did it completely for the kids. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> he, he loves the children. Yep, so this will be the well, first I mean, one of the gear. Yes, unfortunately he does. <laughs> it's a good thing oh, he lives wow. in a different state than uh, Brownie and her, and her uh, at the time, high school sister. Anyways. <laughs> you know, there's, there's a, it's like that joke. There's a dude, uh, you know, traveling. He, goes to, he sees a small town, and so he decides to go to the bar. And he sits down and at the end of the bar, and there's a guy down there by himself. So as he's drinking, the guy looks over to the tourists and he's like, hey, uh, when you came into town, you drove across a bridge, right? And the guy's like, yeah, it was a pretty nice bridge. He's like, yeah, man, I designed that bridge and I built it. But, you know, no one no one calls me uh, Doug, the build, bridge builder. And he's like, and when you're driving through town, you see that uh, the, the city hall looked all awesome, like nice and modern. He's like, yeah, that was a pretty cool building. He's like, yeah, nobody calls me. Says that I'm the guy that you know built City Hall. He's like, you know, but you, you fuck one goat, man. <laughs> you know, ever since you know Mike saw that picture of Heather and her sister, and he didn't know how old he was. He's like, oh yeah, your sister's kind of cute, and she's like, dude, she's 16. <laughs> However many, what was that? Five years ago now? Yeah, it was a while. <laughs> I think she's like 21 now, or 22. She was like, oh, she was like over 18 too at the time he said it. <laughs> and keep in mind, uh, he is younger than he's younger than me. So I mean, he's not. He wasn't like that far out of age out of the age group at the time. 
Right. It wasn't like he was a 40-year-old saying that. <laughs> Context. Right. <laughs> but I think it's just because it bothers him, and that's that makes it funny. Uh, it really is. <laughs> oh, man. But, um, you know, when we recorded last time, you mentioned that, Des- that uh, Bungie has some um, pens up. Like for um, Women's Day and stuff. So I hadn't looked at their store, but I went through as we were like wrapping up the show last time, mm-hmm. and uh, ended up pre-ordering the three pens that were up there. Well, not pre-ordering the three, but bought the two and then pre-ordered the third one. Yeah, no, I have all of them too. I need to. I have them some. I think I have the um, the Gay Pride one on my on one of my um lanyards and i have the other one the blm one um still in the package so i think i I didn't take it out because we're not doing anything anymore (laughs) so i figured it was safe to it was better to just keep it safe for now right (laughs) um yeah so but you're gonna do the streams on our um twitch channel Correct. Yep. So you can find that at uh, Twitch, and that is Twitch uh, TV slash Hoppyhead Pro. So, and I'll have a, I'll be posting the the different information about it and letting everybody know. So, definitely don't have to scramble to write it down right now. And you know how like apparently every day is like a day of celebration. Like there's like international like pizza day or beer day or whatever. Yes. So today, not only is today Pi Day because it's mar- it's three point one four. Yes. But apparently today is the guy's response to Valentine's Day. The guy's response. Yeah, because you know they always talk about how Valentine's Day is for the ladies. Yeah. So today is for the guys. It's steak and blowjob day. <laughs> wow. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, I did. I did not know that. Yes. Sweetest Sometimes day. Sometimes steak and BJ day or steak and knobber day. Gotcha. It says it's a satirical, unofficial holiday created in the United States as the male response to Valentine's Day and celebrated a month later on March 14th. On the day, women are purportedly supposed to cook a filet steak for and perform fellatio on a man in response to cards and chocolate and flowers given by men on Valentine's Day. Jeez. Wow. So, there you go. <laughs> steak and BJ day. You're welcome. Good luck with that, everybody, for next year. Apparently, by the time you hear this, it might be too late. <laughs> uh, oh, terrible news. But you know what's not terrible? That you could find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Amazon Podcast, and at Facebook and Instagram. That's good news. Yes. And on Untapped. You can follow us. You can follow me, but I don't post anything. Oh, Danny's a better person than me. Yes, I've been tagging you just so I can get the the, the, the badge for tagging people. <laughs> so you probably haven't. That's why I'm like, I know you haven't been on because you hadn't seen um, the fact that I've been tagging you and you haven't questioned it. So <laughs> It's all good. I think I've seen them pop up. So, I mean, I understand what you're doing and I'll be there for you so you can get your fake internet badge yes <laughs> uh, alright everybody you have a good one we'll see you next Later. time